There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, we are weeks away from a serious crisis in Angarda Shikana. I don't know if you have been following this row over rosters. Garda rostering is very, very well organized. Always has been. I remember when my dad was in the guards, God rest him. He knew now in, say, September, what he was working over Christmas. He knew practically up to next St. Patrick's Day what he was working, what his roster was, what his hours was, his days on, his days off, and whatever. It's a very well-structured thing. There's a huge row going on in the guards now over-rostering. And they've threatened the Garda Representative Association, which is the biggest association representing Garda, they've threatened now that they will do everything pretty much short of walk off the job on budget day. They're, they've voted to uh, refuse voluntary overtime in October on the 3rd, the 10th, which is budget day, 17th, 24th and 31st. And then by November 10th, if this row over rosters isn't sorted out, they will go on strike. Now, they can't, Gardy can't strike, but they would all fall in sick, which is why they're now calling it the Drew Flu, because Drew Harris, the commissioner, has refused point blank to budge on this roster row. Joined by Cormac O'Keefe, uh, crime correspondent the Examiner. Cormac, serious situation. One assumes that over the next few weeks, they'll be working furiously in the background to avoid this happening. But can you explain for people the story with the rosters? Good morning. Uh, good morning. Um, yeah, I mean, a new um, emergency roster was brought in in March 22 to deal with COVID and the restrictions that were um, part of the state's response. That replaced a previous roster. So the COVID roster is... Guards essentially work four days uh, on a 12-hour shift, and then they have four days off. Mm-hmm. The old system was they worked um, six days on, over 10 hours, and then they had four days off. Now, did GRA say, um, well, they say a number of things, but one, that their members prefer the current system, um, mainly for work-life balance reasons. It suits them um, an awful lot better than the previous roster, um, secondly, they, I suppose that there's, they work more on social hours in the current roster. So there's additional, uh, allowances for that. And then thirdly, um, they say that they're unlike tr- two or three years ago when they say there was enough Gardy to work the old roster. They now say that because Garda numbers have gone down, that there isn't enough members to work um, the roster Understood. that will be introduced on the 6th of November. Yeah, that's the deadline that Drew Harris has put in place and yeah. he's not for budging on it. So presently, since COVID came, presently Gardia working four 12-hour days and then the four days off. Drew Harris has ordered them to go to, is it six 10-hour days and then four days off? Yeah, 
God almighty. Yeah, and that's essentially it. Six, ten hour days in a row. I don't know about you, but that would kill me. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't fancy working work. for 12 hour shifts in a row either. Um, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, that's a really long day. Uh, I think it does tweak. I think it's a shorter day on Sunday than the other days, but it averages out as, as 10 hours over, over the, the six days. Um, but uh, what I was going to say, but yes, I mean, he has made the decision that on the 6th of November, the guards are going to return to the previously agreed roster and they make the point, well, the GRA had agreed to the previous roster, but now they're not. Mm. And the guard, guard management will say, well, we've had three years of negotiations to try and get a replacement and we haven't succeeded. So he referred it to the, to the Workplace Relations Commission. Mm. Uh, but the GRA um, want, uh, currently what they, what they want essentially is the commissioner to defer the decision uh, the 6th of November decision until talks can take place. Mm-hmm. But they are saying that the commissioner is saying that the, the roster is going to change on the 6th of November regardless of the talks. Mm-hmm. So we're in... We're, now bear in mind, uh, this is the GRA the who last week or the week before and how many members of them, it has 10,500 members or something, voted 98% yeah. of them voted no confidence in Drew Harris. So... This is an association and a guy, the commissioner, that aren't getting on at the best of times. No, I mean, there, there, an, an awful lot has happened. I mean, the decision by the GRA to, to have a vote of no confidence in the commissioner was, I suppose, a major step in their behalf. It, it definitely ratcheted up the tension between them and the guard commissioner. I mean, it was fairly personalised and directed at the commissioner to have a vote of no confidence in, which is unprecedented in force, has no legal standing, but obviously it's unprecedented to hold such um, a ballot. And then, as you say, overwhelmingly, almost 99% voted no confidence in the commissioner. He described that as a kick in the teeth. So I think the result of that um, hardened positions, and then we had a a, a meeting... um, earlier this week and we had very strong statements from the GRA General Secretary saying it was a waste of time and he felt the relations were now almost irreparably uh, damaged. Now, something else... And then we have the GRA decision yesterday regarding the the action. The GRA is not a union. Uh, It it has negotiating powers, I think, within Congress, but but it's not actually a union. So... And, and Gardaí are also expressly, I believe, they were anyway in my dad's time, expressly forbidden to strike. So talk of a strike yeah. on November 10th is talk of something they legally can't do anyway. Yeah, well, we're going back to the original, I suppose, blue flu, blue flu where they will call in sick, essentially. And mm. uh, that's the action that will be taken on the 10th of November. Now, I suppose by the letter to decision, uh, that they made yesterday was um, uh, there would be no voluntary overtime, as you say, on the five Tuesdays, including Budget Day, also including Halloween, which is a very busy busy day and busy night. And then from the 6th of November, that the delegates themselves, that's the 31 delegates who essentially uh, direct the GRA, they themselves uh, say they will remain on their current COVID roster on that day. And they say that on the 10th, that the delegates will withdraw their labour. So they're careful in how they word it. They're not saying all members will, 
But the, the signals and the comments from the GRA leadership is that they expect that members, or at least a significant percentage of them, will follow the lead the, of their delegates. Let's face it, Cormac, the delegates are the most yeah. senior members of the GRA and you're delegated to represent your your colleagues' interests. Yeah. They know so the temperature, they know the mood, yeah. uh, they have the results of the no-confidence vote, so they they obviously do feel that the bulk or the vast bulk of members will, will follow their lead. I'm a long time watching um, industrial relations, Cormac, and I, and I make this point repeatedly when we get to a stage like this. This will be sorted. It just has to be sorted without anybody losing face. There's There's a bit of time, a small bit of time, to avoid this. Mm. Are there efforts going on behind the scenes that we don't know about, do you think? I, I, of course there are. I'm sure within senior levels of the Department of Justice there, 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 are, there are efforts. But um, the positions are entrenched. It is the Garda's commissioner's uh, powers. It's his remit to decide, make decisions on, on rosters. But we don't want a situation, I think the last time was back in 2016, where was, there was 11th hour intervention That's to right. prevent a similar that. Uh, dispute from happening. And was that literally at the last minute. You know, ideally, we don't want that kind of situation where it's coming up to budget day. We have various protests being planned. There's not going to be enough guardie to man the barricades all day and all night. Uh, we don't want that situation. So there needs to be. An intervention, whether it's directly from the minister, whether it's from the policing authority who are meeting the commissioner today, or a combination of both. But the, the only way out of this, given the two entrenched positions, is some external intervention um, by the government or the policing authority or, or some other body. Ministers are usually loath I mean, to, to get involved in these things. Yeah. Policing authorities, I don't know what their record is like around the world, but... But they could, could they not say to, to Drew Harris today, Commissioner, back off here a small bit? Could, they could, couldn't they? Well, they, they could certainly um, tease out what is going to happen if no um, no shift is, is, is taken by either party. I mean, they, they can see what's coming down the tracks. Mm. So you would imagine in their, they have a private meeting first, so you'd imagine they would be able to trash out exactly what's ahead of us. That will be followed by a public meeting later. The, what would happen usually is the, the authority chair will give the commissioner an opportunity to make a speech at the beginning and maybe make some comments about this current issue. Maybe he will, and maybe there'll be some movement. The authority mm-hmm. might, might then ask him questions in public about it. So he'll be put under some kind of, um, put under the spotlight at least on it. Yeah, it I, seems to be one of the few options available. As you say, minister, the minister would be would be reluctant to get directly involved, but somebody will have somebody to. Somebody has to. Somebody it has seems. to, because the first day, I mean, next Tuesday is the 3rd of October, so yeah. somebody has to do something ahead of next Tuesday, uh, or else the first day of action will happen. Cormac, thank you. Cormac O'Keefe, examiner, crime correspondent. Gardi threatening, the GRA threatening to refuse overtime from next Tuesday and then to go on strike, to call in sick in mass numbers from the 10th of November. But no overtime on budget day. You can imagine what might happen then. Go back to last week. Go back to what we were talking about, about the scenes outside the doll and the Gardaí involved there. Can you imagine if there were no Gardaí there to police that situation on budget day? 
Corks 96 FM. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10 year 100,000 mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.